Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is ESPN Radio. It is mornings here on ESPN Radio. Fantasy Football Marathon, presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN. You can get ready for the season with ESPN Fantasy Football. Sign up at ESPN.com slash FFL or download the ESPN Fantasy app. It is fun and easy and ready to play. Matt Jones and Myron Metcalf filling in. It is once again early in the morning. I am here with Myron Metcalf, and I have to tell you, for those of you listening on the radio, I hope you're having a nice drive to wherever you're going. If you're watching on television, Putting on a television show is a lot of work this early in the morning. They, Myron, they kept telling me, turn your camera over here, over here. No, turn it back over here. Okay, how about over here? I have no idea if people are seeing anything except my face, but welcome this morning, and I hope you're enjoying yourself, Myron. Hey, man, TV does that, right? Yesterday for me it was like a smidge to the left, smidge to the right, you know, and I, now it's you. So I feel we'll like I've been guys. feeling like all morning I've been doing the electric slide, slide to the left, <laughs> to the slide left. to the right. To the now right. back now. Y'all take two steps, and I don't know. Right now, they might be focused on my belly button, and it's impossible for me to know. But if so, I hope everybody is enjoying it. What a genius song, by the way. I mean, like, it gives true. you the instructions right in the song. Oh, like, it's a great, it's a great white it. people dancing song because, like, we, we need instructions. I need to know exactly where it is I'm going, and they tell me, and Myron, then I can look as cool as it's possible for me to look. I think there should be instructions in every song, to be honest with you, when it comes to dancing. It would help yeah. everybody out. That's people true. Are more instructed. There would be some. I've, I, I never got the, saw, the instructions to Tootsie Roll, and so I've never been able to do it very well. <laughs> well, the big story today in sports is Dalvin Cook. He has left Minnesota. He has decided that living where Myron lives is no longer worth it, and he is going to head to New York where legends are made. He is joining the Jets. Rich Semini, ESPN's NFL Nation Jets reporter, was on Freddie and Fitzsimmons and said that he was actually a little surprised Dalvin Cook ended up in New York. Joe Douglas is usually a pretty hard-line GM over the last few years. We've seen that. You know, that 8.6 is including incentives. It's really a $7 million base deal, which is still a pretty good deal for a a 28-year-old running back who's still on the market in the middle of August. I thought, you know, that was a pretty steep price to pay, but I think it underscores the sense of urgency that they feel in the building right now because of the Aaron Rodgers acquisition because of the feeling that the championship window is probably a year or two. The Jets are just, it's like a new way of doing business right now. A year or two ago, there's no way Joe Douglas would have made this move, but he extends himself to go for the $7 million to bring in a running back. This tells me maybe Brees Hall isn't as far along as we think he is. Yeah, they had a lot of success last year with, with, or with mm-hmm. Brees Hall. Are you surprised at this move? Did you think Dalvin Cook would end up, A, out of Minnesota and B, in New York? Yeah, I figured he'd end up out of Minnesota. They weren't going to pay him. Uh, but I thought Miami, right? That's what everybody said. That that's where he's from. So it seemed like that was the right fit. But, but I think this is an example of a team going for it. And I know we're talking about Joe Douglas signed Dalvin Cook. Let's be honest. Aaron Rodgers is there. He's the GM of this team right now. 
His buddy Alan Lazard is there. Why? Because Aaron Rodgers wanted him to be there. Nathaniel Hackett is his offensive coordinator. That's his buddy from Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers is the guy pulling the strings right now. He took that $35 million pay cut because he wanted to be able to add guys like Dalvin Cook. So I think this is him. I think this is the Jets doing what we see NBA teams do going forward, not believing in some five-year window, four-year window. And they're like, listen, if we're going to win it, we got to win now. And I think that's why you sign a guy like Dalvin Cook. My challenge to it, Matt, is the Kansas City Chiefs didn't have a 1,000-yard runner last year. So I don't know if the 1,000-yard running back gives you the edge the way it once did. So I'm not sure that the deal will be worth it ultimately for a Jets team that might not use him the way he's been used in the past. I sometimes wonder if there's anything that makes Aaron Rodgers happy. You know, when he was in Green Bay, he had a host of really good running backs over the years, and he would just say, you know, when are we going to upgrade the receiver? When are we going to upgrade the receiver? Then he gets the Jets. He has Brees Hall, who's had some success, and now they're upgrading the running back. Look, assuming it works under the cap and all that, and I will assume it does or else they wouldn't do it, then obviously I think this is a good addition. He's still, you know, he's at that age. If you look at running backs in the NFL, it's really less their age than how many years they are in the league. This will be his seventh year. You can get productivity from running backs through about year seven or eight. That's really where yeah. where where it changes. So I think it's a one-year deal. I feel like that's the right amount of time to sign him. The money, to me, again, assuming it fits under all the cap stuff, I think it's about the right amount of money. So I think this really makes sense as a deal. You know, maybe it says something about what they feel about their other running backs. But if you're in Rodgers and you're sitting there saying, I got a one- to two-year window, you get a running back, Myron, that has a one- to two-year window, which really fits into what you're looking for there. I think it makes a lot of sense. I don't see, honestly, much downside. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, Aaron Rodgers – probably has a one to two year window to try to win another one. So, so it makes sense to add a guy with that star power. Uh, everybody's talking about the Jets offensive line and being uncertain about that. Well, if anybody understands how to run behind a suspect offensive line, Dalvin Cook did that in Minnesota for a number of years. So I think it's a big addition. He's got durability issues too. You know, he's coming off the shoulder surgery. Uh, he's not ready to practice yet. Brees Hall coming off his ACL injury. So they, they got to get healthy more than anything. But I just think, Matt, Remember, we talked about NFL teams having five, six-year window, four, five-year window, and I just don't think it's that way anymore. I think teams go for it. Well, this one's much shorter either way. I mean, even if you believe – like, I still think Mahomes – and the with the Chiefs and, and Burrow with the Bengals, even Allen with the Bills, I still think they have a window of a number of years. I mean, you want to get it done while you can. But if you were saying to me in five years, do you think the Bengals, the Bills, and the Chiefs will still be contenders? I would say if their quarterbacks are healthy, they will be. But the question about the, the Jets is this is a one- to two-year window. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not going to yes. play until he's 40. Seven, So he's going to need to get it right now. And this is the perfect running back for that. It's not a long-term deal. Do you think we've said a lot over the last few weeks that we think that those three teams I mentioned are better than everybody else, including the Jets? Does this make them closer to those, those top three or is there still a, a, still a break? Yeah, I mean, it moves them up, I, I think. But, I mean, you could move up and still not catch a team like Kansas City. I think you have a star like Dalvin Cook, a guy who I think is a big-time playmaker. Uh, I think he's still one of the better running backs in the NFL. Um, So it does make the the Jets better. I don't think it makes them the favorite in the division. In my opinion, they're still third behind Buffalo and Miami, if Miami's healthy. 
but I do think it talks to like the sense of urgency. You're right, 100%. If you got a Mahomes, your window is a long time. In the NBA, if you've got Steph Curry, you had a, a long window there. But I'm talking more like your Toronto Raptors and teams yes, like that. Yes. Where now all of a sudden it's like, you know what? We're not going to get this combination maybe ever. Let's try to add a guy like Dalvin Cook and see if it works in our favor. The challenge, Matt, though, is there are no excuses now for New York. I mean, getting to the playoffs is not enough. People are going to expect the Super Bowl, Super Bowl more than ever, and I just wonder how they deal with those expectations. I am going – the Dalvin Cook edition only makes to me – the exhaustion I'm going to have about Aaron Rodgers greater. I find him, you know, for people who don't listen, and we normally do the show on Sunday mornings before the NFL games, I find Aaron Rodgers to be the most exhausting figure in sports. When he speaks, it's hard for me not to roll my eyes. There's going to be another hard knocks tonight. I don't know if it's going to be another ode and prayer to all things on St. Aaron Rodgers like the first one was. But this is just another example, though, of how he controls everything. I would make the argument, the way they're setting this up, Myron, the Jets are going to be awful the moment he retires, right? Because, I mean, they're basically <laughs> creating – I mean, they are. They're, they're creating a roster full of guys that have a year or two in them, and then it's out. There's no building for the future. They're doing it right now. Now, if it succeeds, it was worth it. If the Jets get to the yeah. Super Bowl, it was worth it. But I do think they're making it to where it really is becoming Super Bowl or bust because not only are they sort of not stockpiling talent for the future, they're stockpiling guys that will be done. I mean, done in two years. Yeah. So it better happen in those two years. It better happen under Rodgers. I mean, you're not going to get a better quarterback than Rodgers, right? It's hard to get a Hall of Fame elite quarterback like that. I do think, though, it, you know, they hope to maybe follow sort of the Patriots model and that young defense evolving. You got Garrett Wilson and what he is, and that maybe down the line you can bring in somebody who allows you to still contend, right? But, but what happened I, when I think, the Patriots were gone? What, when they lose Brady? Well, they got Mac Jones. They got Mac Jones. Exactly. But the idea is if you can get a good quarterback – can you continue beyond Aaron Rodgers' window? We'll find out. But right now, Aaron Rodgers is calling all the shots. His boy, Randall Cobb, your guy, is in My New guy. York. I mean, because well, because he can't play without Randall Cobb. It's a very interesting thing to me. You think like, Randall Cobb's like football. his security blanket that he holds and like says, I need in yeah. order to be able to do what I'm going to do? It's a good place to it's be like if the, you're Randall Cobb. Yeah, it's those Adam Sandler movies. Right? Like Adam Sandler can only be in – Movies with certain guys. It's well, like he makes sure point. Rob Schneider gets a job. Without Adam you Sandler, <laughs> Rob Schneider's just doing, you know, stand-up on news channels. You know what I think it is with Randall Cobb? Because I always see him smiling around Aaron Rodgers. I think he's the dude that laughs at his jokes. You know, I think Aaron Rodgers keeps him around <laughs> because he knows Randall Cobb will always laugh at his jokes. That's exactly you know? right. Randall Cobb, will, will. he's got a great smile. He's yep. got a great laugh. Got beautiful eyes. Like, if you're Incredible Aaron Rodgers, you want to have him there. I mean, people should look <laughs> yeah. up, not while you're driving, but look up Randall Cobb's eyes. They are mesmerizing, yeah. Myron. You Don't know that. We've him. done this before. Yes, yes. Don't look into him. I would not recommend looking into to his eyes. Yeah, if he's you, got incredible eyes. Let man. me just say this, and I know this from experience. If you have a wife or girlfriend, do not let them look directly into Randall Cobb's eyes. They will start and they will never look at you exactly the same. If they look at Randall Cobb's eyes. Now, Aaron Rodgers and Dalvin Cook are going to be a perfect pair. That's nice. And those pairs are brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Ezekiel Elliott also decided to make a move. He's no longer a cowboy, and he's going 
to the Patriots, the aforementioned Patriots. We'll let you know whether that will matter. That's next here on Mornings on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is ESPN Radio. Free agent running back Ezekiel Elliott says on social media he'll sign with the Patriots. The pairing makes all the sense in the world. They're going to lead the identity of that team, which is the defense, and they're not going to let Matt Jones the offense mess it up. It is mornings here on ESPN Radio, ESPN Fantasy Football Marathon, getting you ready for the fantasy football season. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN. Matt Jones and Myron Metcalf here on a – have you gotten used to the morning yet? You know, normally I always wake up before my alarm. Did not this morning. 445 yeah. came with a buzz for me. I can't say – I'm only a couple days into it, Myron. I can't say I've gotten used to it yet. Yeah, it's, it's an adjustment. Remember we had a caller yesterday who said she got up at 2.08 a.m. That was strange. And she worked out. So I tried that this morning. I said I'm going to get up oh, you, early. No, I'm you did work out. I'm going to get going, right? That was my plan, though. That was my plan. Uh, that didn't happen. You know, that didn't happen. So, probably I never going to happen. For people who didn't hear, yesterday morning we had a woman call. She gets up every day at 2.08 a.m. every day and goes for a run. I have to tell you, I've, like, I've met a lot of people in my life. I think that's the strangest morning ritual I've ever heard, in part it because is. I've never heard of a human being that didn't go to work at 4 getting up at 2.08 a.m., but secondly, yeah. the specificity of the time, the fact that she worked out first with a run so that she could get to the office at 4 a.m. before people yeah. got there, I think that's the strangest morning routine. And I'm going to say 888-SAY-ESPN. If you yeah. have a stranger one, I'd like to hear it. <laughs> because as of now, the woman whose name is escaping me in California, Myron, wins the award. Yeah, she probably wouldn't hang out with us, right? She's probably <laughs> one of those people who, like, they have their schedule set out, work yes. out. She's probably, like, incredible at her job. Like, she probably don't hang with people like us, man. Yeah, I'd, I've never known a person that ever got up at that time of day and don't think I will. <laughs> now, Ezekiel Elliott, I don't think he's also a person that got up at that time of day. But like good Dalvin transition, Cook, man. Thank you very you're much. Good, you're this, good at that stuff. There's, right a that re- stuff? <laughs> there's a reason I, you know, they okay. pay me $13 <laughs> to do this. The Just Dalvin, freestyling, man. 
Ezekiel Elliott, <laughs> Elliott decides to also head to the AFC East. He will be joining the Patriots. And Mike Reese, ESPN's NFL Nation Patriots reporter, also was on Freddie and Fitzsimmons and said that it, Zeke it, to New England means this. They love their top back, Ramondre Stevenson, mm-hmm. but they've had 14 practices through training camp. And I would say that the gap from Ramondre Stevenson to the next running back on their roster is significant. And that's where I think Zeke comes in. He slots in right under Ramondre Stevenson to complement him and provide the Patriots some experience, quality depth. Now, part of the problem for Ezekiel Elliott was he was seeing himself drop on the Cowboys' depth chart, what do you think about sliding in behind Ramondre Stevenson with the Patriots? I mean, it gives them experience, you know, and Belichick is here and certainly understands the value of that position. I mean, that's still a team that uses running backs. Uh, it's an important part of what they do. Ramondre Stevenson, I think, is their star. He'll carry the load. But, yeah, you bring in a veteran like Zeke, and maybe it helps, but this is so much different from the Jets situation. This isn't going to change the prospect's of the Patriots. I think they're still going to be an average team, especially if Matt Jones doesn't improve. And like, we still talk about Zeke, like it's the Zeke of four or five years ago. And I don't think that's the case. He's, he's almost more known for what he once did than what he is right now. So I'm not sure which version of Zeke they're getting, but it's not that all pro guy that we saw in Dallas all those years. All right. I'm going to give you an analogy. And you're going to tell me if it's correct. All right. So I feel like Zeke is a huge name or at least a name Mm -hmm. from the past that we know, but ultimately is, if not irrelevant, I'm not going to say that, really changes nothing. I don't know if you've been following. Do you, are you ever on TikTok, Myron? Is that your thing? Are you ticking and talking? I'm, 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 I know about it. Okay. So I've been seeing everywhere when I'm scrolling on my little algorithm, they're talking about, you know, I know you know who Eminem is, but there's a rapper, Melly Mel, that was like big when hip hop started, right? Do you know that guy? Yeah. yeah. So he, I I mean, I say that because I don't know. Melly Mel, we didn't get a lot of that in Middlesbrough, Kentucky. That was not really on my radar. But Melly Mel is is dissing Eminem, right? And Melly Uh Mel put out a diss track on Eminem. And all these people are going, you know, Melly Mel, I don't know that this is your time. You're really not sh- – you shouldn't be in the battle with Eminem. You can't win it at this age. I kind of feel like Ezekiel is Melly Mel. He's, like, trying yeah. to be with Dalvin Cook Eminem in the news, but he's Melly Mel, and while he may be a legend in some ways, he's not necessarily a legend today. Yeah, I, li- I like that. I want to know which one of his grandkids introduced him to TikTok. <laughs> And told him to get on there and make it a district. Like, that must be confusing for all generations involved, right? Because we're getting to that age where people who kind of started hip-hop are like my grandfather's age when I was a kid. And I couldn't see him doing hip-hop. And so I feel that way about Melly Mel. But Ezekiel Elliott for running backs is kind of at that age. I mean, he's not old for life but he not only is he up there in years served the way he ran was so physically hurt like hurting that I actually am not sure that he's going to be able to make much of a difference at all yeah I mean durability is a valid thing you know I mean how does he hold up does he have the same explosiveness I mean he hasn't been the same running back since he got paid all that money in Dallas right like we saw his best years before the big money. The analogy I was going to use because you, don't think, I think you Zeke, didn't like the Melly Mel one. That's a really like good. Was, no, I felt like it was really pretty good. good. It's re- it's really good. Um, remember Zeke jumping into the Salvation Army kettle? I think he's yes. one of those dudes who 
it, it's sort of a star that everybody likes to kind of be around and see, even if the skills aren't there anymore. It reminds me of an older Coco Beware. Remember that wrestler, Coco Beware? <laughs> he come out with the parrot. Let me tell you something. For people listening yeah. at home, I, I got to tell yeah. you a little, uh, a, a little yeah. Myron thing. Myron wants to be part of the wrestling world, but the only wrestler he really knows is Coco Beware, because this is like, in five years, you have used Coco Beware in 13 different analogies. Do you know a wrestler from the late 80s that is not named Coco Beware? No, I do, I do, but like I remember him most. Dude had a parrot. Like I know, but that's the only parrot. one you remember. I mean, do you I remember the honky tonk man? Do you remember? I remember you know, all those guys. Okay. Here's what I remember about Coco Beware. He was always the first man out in any sort of rumble royal. royal but rumble you know why that was? Because he was the he was like the lowest guy on the total but pole. What, but that's what I'm saying. Okay. I think the flash is there, right? Zeke has the okay. flash. But I don't think the skill is there anymore, which is a lot like my guy Coco Beware, who had the flash and was still fun to be around, but the talent was no longer Admit there. it. When you were a kid, you would flap your arms like Coco Beware. He would <laughs> oh, run to I, I the would. ring, and he would flap his arms. Him and the Listen. Bushwhackers, Luke and Butch, they would do 100%. this, and they'd be the first ones out. You're saying Ezekiel Elliott is Coco Beware and the Bushwhackers? I think he's I think he's like that. Like, you know, the nostalgia. He's a star. <laughs> okay. But you know, you also know he's gonna be the first man eliminated in the Royal Rumble. You, Do you, you know, think you he has any impact that. on the Patriots beyond giving a name that people know? No, because I just don't he, he's Reminder Stevenson is what they need. Like if, if Reminder Stevenson isn't good, they're done. And Matt Jones is playing for his whole career right now. So those are far bigger than anything else. I think this might be the end of Belichick, though, right? Like, if they fail and finish fourth in that division, how much longer does Belichick stick around? So this is not going to change anything that I thought about the Patriots before they announced this sign. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you something that just came in. As, as you know, I have a text machine, yeah. 772-774-5254, that you can leave text. And one person writes, I don't listen to your all show every week, but I probably catch it one out of three or four times. I personally have had heard Myron reference Coco Beware six to eight <laughs> times. He must have some sort of problem with Coco Beware or have had some no. sort of fight with Coco no. Beware. Is that possible? No. Because they are right. There is no, no human. You mentioned Coco no. Beware like I mentioned Tyler Childers in terms <laughs> of amount of times. No, no, no. I thought my cousin was going to be Coco Beware. Somebody mentioned that on the street. My cousin was a wrestler, like a small-time wrestler, you yes. know, and I thought he would be as big as him one day, and he never was. But I always respect didn't Coco he, Beware. Didn't he man. lose to Coco Beware? No, he lost to Big John Studd. He lost to oh. Big John Studd, him and this other guy. Uh, I was a kid. Uh, big John Studd picked up the, the smaller dude, threw him on top of my cousin as I was watching. So Big John Studd threw your cousin onto Coco no, Beware. He, he threw his he threw his his teammate, his tag team partner, onto my cousin, and the match was over. And I was devastated because my cousin told me to watch. He was like, "Big stuff's happening this week," and he, and he lost. So, well, I hate that for you. And if you are, yeah, if anyone too. out there has the same animosity towards an '80s wrestler, let's say the big boss man arrested you in Cobb County, Georgia, eight 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 ESPN. And we will deal with it. Another figure from our youth is maybe the story we thought was not happening. A beloved figure from a sports movie. Now, what's real and what's not? We'll deal with it. That's next here on Mornings on ESPN Radio.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric e Bikes today, the number one selling e bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is ESPN Radio. It is the ESPN Fantasy Football Marathon on ESPN Radio. You can get ready for the season with ESPN Fantasy Football. Sign up at ESPN.com slash FFL. Or download the ESPN Fantasy app. It's fun, easy, and free to play. Matt Jones and Myron Metcalf filling in. Do you? Uh, I was reading that, that read O'Reilly Auto Parts Loaner Program. That'd be good for somebody like me, Myron, who doesn't yeah. know how to. I don't have any auto parts laying around. I could just yeah. loan one and then go fix my. I don't know carburetor or whatever it is you fix. Yeah, I feel like I'd make it worse though. If I tried to do something on my own. You know? Yeah, I don't really even have a toolbox. So I think it would be very difficult <laughs> for me to uh, to fix. Now, if you're like me when you were younger, I like to read sports books. So I read The Blind Side almost as soon as it came out by Michael Lewis, a very famous author. And then there was the movie that starred Sandra Bullock and Tim McGraw. Sandra Bullock, I believe, Myron, won, it was nominated for or maybe won an Oscar, I think, for that she movie. Did. And it was the yep. story of Michael Orr, who played football at Ole Miss. And the story at least goes in the book and in the movie that he was adopted by this family in Memphis and sort of brought into their home. And then Ole Miss recruited him. And he ended up, obviously, in the NFL. But now, in documents filed yesterday in a lawsuit, it is Michael Orr is claiming that none of that was true. He was never adopted. When he was 18, he signed over a conservatorship, although he says he doesn't remember signing it, and he got no money for the movie and no money for any of the proceeds, even though the family did. It's a pretty amazing set of allegations and story. Myron, when you heard him, what was your first reaction? I thought it was sad. You know, I thought it was sad because you look back at – that movie, and you forget, you know, Michael Orr w- was just a guy living his life, you know, when this kind of thing it became a huge story. Um, I think it also speaks to situations like this where, you know, too often in sports there's a vulnerable African-American kid in this situation and maybe doesn't understand everything around him and c- gets used. Like we have s- stories like that certainly in basketball, right? Um, but I also think it just speaks to, like, how many people are vulnerable to signing documentation that they don't understand? Like how would he know at 18 years old exactly what he was getting himself into? So more of anything, I was just sad uh, that if these allegations are true, that the Tui family made millions of dollars and he got nothing 
um, that he was sort of tricked into signing this documentation. Um, I feel sad for him because I'm sure that's just a lot to process. And how do we stop these things going forward so we don't have another situation like this again? Well, actually, I think you said a lot of good stuff. And, and I, you know, you know, I, I used to be a lawyer. And I yeah. so my sort of take on this is a little different than I've seen in a lot of the press. Let's start with the first thing. I agree with you. It's sad. I mean, if it is the if these allegations are true, and let me say this, that's a big if. Okay, mm. it takes no facts to make an allegation in court. I'm not saying it's not true. I be, I think there probably are elements of truth to it, but you do need to do the if. With that said, whether it's true or not, Myron, it is sad. I have always thought, especially I have some friends in Memphis that have always told me they didn't think the story was what America sort of thought it was. Hmm. And anytime you end up with the Hollywoodized version, I always assume it's probably a little different from reality, right? So start with that. The allegations are going to be tough for him to prove. First of all, if he was 18 and he signed something, the reality is you're usually, not always, but usually responsible for that. And you made a very good point. How many times do we all sign something without reading it? Just think about how many times you, you've you done that, Myron, or I've done that. How many times do you walk in somewhere and they say, sign this, and you do it so you can get service on your car or you can yeah. buy something? Most of the time, nobody reads any of that, and I think that may have been the case here. If it's the case, whether it's legal or not, that there was a lot of money made from the movie and the book and he got none of it, then that's really a problem to me. I have heard members of that family speak. They have said, they've said a lot of things, but one thing I've never heard them say, and maybe they have and I haven't heard it, but I've never heard them deny that they made money from it and that or didn't. And if that's yeah. true, that's shameful. Even if it's legal, to me, Myron, it's not ethical. This is this kid's story, right? It is not the story of the Tui woman and the husband who were played by McGraw and Bullock. It's his story, and if it, if that is true, that he got no money out of that, that might be legal, but to me, Myron, that would be a shame and unethical. See, and I think you nailed that, right? There are a lot of us who don't understand the legal component of this, right? But we know what it's like to get wronged. We know what yes. it's like to be exploited. We know what it's like to get used, and this is a guy who's saying, listen, everything that you thought about that movie, which made $300 million, I think that's one thing that people were reminded of as well. Like you think back to some movies, and you're like, oh, that was a big deal. It was a $300 million deal on a $29 million budget. I mean, it was an incredible success. But if he was used in the process for the sake of the Tuies making money, for the sake of the Tuies gaining popularity, it's just got to be a, a tremendous sadness he's dealing with, and it just shouldn't happen. Now, here's the reality. No one has the power to stop Hollywood when it decides to make a story. Magic Johnson couldn't stop winning time. You know. Okay, and, let's talk about that. I think, that's a real, I think that's a really good analogy. So let's talk about winning time. So Jeff yeah. Perlman writes that book. When yep. he writes that book, just from a legal perspective, he does not have to pay the people he's writing about, right? He's almost yep. a reporter about what happened during that era. Myron, you or I, I wrote a book about a politician. I don't have to pay that politician to write yep. the book. Then if somebody decides to make a movie about it, technically they don't still have to pay them, okay? So when they made Winning Time, Magic, uh, Kareem, all those guys, they didn't have to be paid. Here's where it gets fishy to me. Okay, 
Michael Lewis wrote the book. If they make the movie, technically the only person that has to be paid is Michael Lewis. But if it is the case that the makers of the film decided they wanted to pay the family, and I'm going to assume just for sake of argument they did, then they owed it to pay the kid as well. And if there was some documentation that kept Orr from getting money from that, that's where I personally have a problem. It might be legal, but it wouldn't be it would not be ethical to me. So winning time is a great example. The people portrayed in winning time are not getting paid, and that's legal. But once the family got paid, Myron, I would argue the player definitely should be played paid as well. Yeah, and I think that's that's the concern here, right? I mean, Michael Lewis knew the Tui family. And if everybody got rich, I mean, what Michael Orr is alleging is that each family member, the Tuies and their two biological children, made two hundred twenty-five thousand apiece, and then Matt two five two point five percent of the net proceeds from the film, right? So how many millions of dollars is that? And I just think we got to have a conversation too about vulnerability in athletics with young players. We deal with this in basketball. Some kid comes from overseas. He ends up with some family in Missouri. He doesn't know anything. He Do you just see wants that a lot? Ball. People should yeah. hear this because you follow college basketball much closer than the vast majority of people in the, in the country. We hear stories all the time about players coming to America or even coming from bad homes and ending up yeah. in quote-unquote adoptive parents' homes. Do you see exploitation during that? Certainly. I mean, that, that certainly happens to kids. Now, I'm not going to – say it happens to the majority or something like that. But what you realize, Matt, if you've got a 15, 16, 17-year-old kid, the vulnerability of that, those people who are in charge of his life run everything. Like, he, he doesn't know what's going on. He just wants to play ball. And there has to be a responsibility there to do the right thing. And if the Tuies didn't do the right thing with Michael Orr, shame on them, right? Because they owed him at a minimum that. It's not just about proceeds from a movie. How about treating that dude the right way and just treating him like a human being? I think that is the thing I want to see. I am skeptical as a lawyer that his legal claims are going to have success. I actually, I would be surprised if they do. But I do think this is bringing to light something. The Hollywood eyes, glamorized version of that story is clearly not the case, right? That's clearly not the case. And I... I think there was an ethical obligation from the Tuies, and I want to see if they met that. I still have not heard them say, and I'm not saying this isn't true, but I still haven't heard them say that they got money and he didn't. If that's true, I think they have some explaining to do for a story that for a long time we all thought was amazing. Now, it is the Fantasy Football Marathon, so to get you ready for that, we're going to go through some fantasy football storylines and football storylines to tell you whether they are real or fake. That is right next here on Mornings on ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had, 
happened in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is ESPN Radio. You're watching the ESPN Fantasy Football Marathon. Go to ESPN.com slash FFL or download the ESPN Fantasy app today. That's right. It's ESPN Fantasy Football Marathon. Matt Jones and Myron Metcalf. Myron Metcalf, uh, he didn't log on this morning to the Zoom, so I can't look at you, Myron, because if I could, I would see you're probably dancing right now. Am I right about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm on the Zoom, though. I don't see you. I wish I did because I'd like to see you do that. Uh, you know, I like to sort of get feedback because, you know, we have never – we've only hosted this morning show one time before. And so, you know, it's a new thing. Hosting a yes, show, man. being on television on ESPN2, people are sending me pictures where they're working out or they're in the airport and there's our faces. So I'm excited. I'm like, wonder what people think. So I go yeah. and I put ESPN Radio in the search engine on oh, uh, Twitter. Here you go again. So here's the problem. Again. Here's what I found. Those folks that listen early in the morning, you'd think they'd be the happiest folks because they're up uh-uh. early, right? They're the angriest folks. It gets better <laughs> during the day. This 6 o'clock hour, y'all some angry people. Kenny writes, who are these nondescript people they got on the radio right now? I've Damn. never heard of either of these two dudes, and they're just yapping. Well, you know what, Kenny, I've never heard of you either, all right? But that doesn't mean I wouldn't listen to you. Yeah, we may be nondescript, but I'm Matt Jones. He's Byron Metcraft. You will hear of us, and when you do, it will make sure to stay in your brain. (laughs) said your name wrong. What? Nondescript. He called him Metcraft. Metcraft, Metcalf, it's all the same. You know what? Am I nondescript to you? Maybe nondescript that, you know what? That's right. Maybe, Maybe Kitty was right. He's nondescript. Yeah. I'm Pat Jones. Okay. He's Myron Metcraft, and here we are in yeah. the mornings. Are they are they talking about my dancing at all? Because I feel like that should be a I'm part not, of I the thing that people are talking about. I haven't seen any comment about the dancing. Yeah. One person writes, hey, I like these two new guys. They're talking about sports and making important points. There you go. Oh, what, what's that person's name? Uh, Bob. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> Bob, you're a good person. And Did you just make thanks, that up? Bob. Be honest. Did well, you just make up actually, that back? To be honest, I I like his name I includes... You made that up. Okay, hang on just a second. His okay. name includes a curse word that I can't say oh, on the radio. Okay, okay. All right? It's, I didn't make on, it up. Bob. You know what, Pat? We, somebody says something nice, and then you're going to no, say but you it. Paused. it was, you were like, um, but you paused. You were like, Bob. um... Well, because I Bob, looked at like, it, and I realized that's not a word that I think I can say <laughs> on the radio or on, on as we say in, in Kentucky, Shout the Shout out to Bob, though, man. Shout out to Bob. Bob. All right, so let's go. It is now time on Fantasy Football, uh, the marathon, to do real or fantasy. Pat is here. Pat, tell me, what is our first one? Yeah, guys, the Jets will be the best team in the AFC East. Myron, is that real or fantasy? 
I think that's fantasy. You, you know, I mean, I think that defense could be the best defense in the entire NFL. Quinnen Williams, Sauce Gardner, you know what they're capable of doing. Uh, Robert Sala, that's what he does. And I think Aaron Rodgers came to New York because he understood that the burden wouldn't be on him the way that it was in Green Bay. He has this incredible defense. He doesn't have to be great in order for the Jets to win. You bring in Dalvin Cook, Garrett Wilson, Offensive Rookie of the Year. They have a lot of pieces in play to have a great season. But in that division, Matt, they could be really good, and it still might not be good enough. They're not better than the Bills, and I don't think they're better than the Dolphins with a healthy Tua. So right now, I still need to see some evidence that puts the Jets higher than third in that division. Yeah, I'll put them second, but I still say it's fantasy because I do like the Bills. The Bill, For me, I know I say this a lot, as long as they have Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow, I'm going to pick those teams every year in their division from now until infinity, unless a team no. gets a quarterback I think is better, and Aaron Rodgers is not better today than those three guys. What's next? Patrick Mahomes will win at least seven Super Bowls, Myron, real or fantasy? Wow, that's a lot. That's very fantasy. That's fantasy. Uh, it's just harder to win now. I mean, there's a reason that you, to find like the athletes who won four, five, six, seven championships, it was a long time ago when they did it, right? I don't think Brady wins seven in this era. It's just too good. There are too many great quarterbacks. So I think seven is, is a really, really high number. If you told me four, I'd say, okay, I'll take that. But seven in this era, well, remember, it's been 20 years since the team won back-to-back championships. That's how hard it is to win in this era. I'm taking the under on that for sure. Yeah, seven's a fantasy, but I wouldn't be shocked by it. But I think Myron hit it. The cap is harder now, which means, you know, they can't, you can't exploit it in as many ways. Uh, but I think four, five, six, I'll take it. Seven's just a high number. So I'm going to say fantasy, but I still feel like we have many more Chiefs Super Bowls to come. What's next? This is Bill Belichick's last season as an NFL head coach, Myron, real or fantasy? I think that's real. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, even though as as sort of the way he is and his demeanor, like you always thought like he really loved the, loved the job and loved the gig. I just don't get that sense. Like, Bill looks to me like he's a dude who's ready for the next chapter of his life, you know, and, and I don't think he wants to stick around to play 500 football. That's just not who he is. This is it for him. Everybody loves a job when they're winning, right? So it's yeah. easy to say that. I'm going to say it's real because I do think this is probably it. Now, with that said, if they do something this year to make people think that Mac Jones is 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 taking the next step, maybe he stays on board. Everybody, though, loves a job that they're good at. You know what? Everybody loves a, a, doing a job when they're number one. It's a lot harder when you're sitting there going, can we make the playoffs every year? Yeah. I think that's where the Patriots are. So I think it is real that there is a very good chance he will not be the coach past this year. What's next? Yeah, we're playing Real or Fantasy as part of the uh, ESPN Fantasy Football Marathon. One of the best potential fantasy players this year is Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts and the Eagles will make it back to the Super Bowl, Myron, real or fantasy. That's 100% real. I mean, I think they got better in, in the offseason. <clears throat> you had Jalen Carter. You had Nolan Smith from Georgia boosting that young defensive unit. Yes, you lose your uh, defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator. Brian Johnson was a quarterback's coach. There's continuity there. Sean Desai will be good. And I think Jalen Hurts will continue to improve. There is no team that intimidates the Eagles in the NFC. 49ers got to figure out what's happening in that quarterback, and they got to stay healthy. Dallas has Dak Prescott, who can't stop throwing interceptions. I think Philadelphia is the class of the NFC by a mile. They're going back to the Super Bowl. 
First of all, I like that Pat – did you hear that? Pat reset. He did – this is the fantasy football countdown on ESPN Radio. He's showing us up, Myron. Yeah. That's what you're supposed yeah. to do as a host, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, that's why Pat is an A-plus producer because he does things like resets. I'm going to say – Kevin Durant of producers. Yes, I'm going to say it's a fantasy they make the Super Bowl. Not because they aren't good. I think they're the best team, but I look at history. you got to go back a long time to find a Super Bowl loser that made it the next year. you got to go back to the Bills – simply not going to happen this year. When you lose, you take a step back. It's reality. It's life. Now, a lot of times you take a step back and then the next year go to the Super Bowl, but you don't do it the year of. It's been 30 years. Not going to change this year. It's a fantasy that they make the Super Bowl. What's next? I think I'm the Martin Van Buren of producers, but that's fine. Uh, (laughs) Bryce Young will have the best season of any rookie quarterback, Myron, real or fantasy? I think that's real. I mean, based on the competition. C.J. Stroud just doesn't have enough around him, so I think that'll be a struggle in D'Amico Ryan's first year. Will Levis has to be a starter at some point, right? He's still trying to beat out Malik Willis for that backup job, which I think he will, and I think we'll see Will Levis start some games. Anthony Richardson has such a learning curve, man. We don't know if he can play quarterback at an elite level. We just haven't seen any evidence of that. Bryce Young has DJ Chark. He's got Adam Thielen, some veteran receivers. The Panthers could win the NFC South. That's how weak it is. So I think certainly Bryce Young would be the number one guy in that class. Yeah, I mean, it's real because he's going to play a lot more. I mean, I don't think Anthony – well, Will Levis is not going to start. Anthony Richardson shouldn't start. C.J. Stroud will but won't be as good. So, I think Bryce Young wins by default. It's whether he stays the best the rest of his career, we'll see. But it is definitely real he will be the best this year. That was real or fantasy as part of the ESPN Fantasy Football Marathon. Do you play fantasy football, Myron? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I'm not, like, obsessed with it. That doesn't sound like a dude that plays fantasy. It sounds yeah. like a Bob answer. Sure I okay, do. Okay, Bob. Of course I do. You know, shut up, you. Good for you, Bob. It's mornings on ESPN Radio. This is ESPN Radio. More next.